All right, I'm so ready to get to our series. We've been doing a new series called The Season Finale. And uh, I've been excited about it. I've enjoyed sharing the messages that the Lord has been giving to me, sharing them with you. And I hope they've been a blessing to you. And again, I want to encourage you to share it with uh, your friends and your family and your network. So listen, let's go to the book of Ezra today. Ezra, in your devices or your Bibles. And we're going to start reading at verse 8. We'll read down through 11. Ready? Let's go. Now in the second month of the second year of their coming to the house of God at Jerusalem, Zerubbabel, the son of Shealtel, Joshua, the son of uh, Josedek, and the rest of their brethren, the priest and the Levites, and all those who had come out of the, out of the captivity of Jerusalem began to work and appointed Levites from 20 years old and above to oversee the work of the house of the Lord. Then Joshua with his sons and brothers, Camdiel with his sons, and the sons of Judah arose as one to oversee those working on the house of God. The, son, the sons of Ahinadad uh, with their sons and their brothers, the Levites. When the builders laid the foundation of the temple of the Lord, the priests stood in their apparel with trumpets and the Levites and the sons of Asaph with cymbals to praise the Lord according to the ordinance of David, king of Israel. And they sang responsively, praising and giving thanks to God or to the Lord. Here's what they said, for he is good. For his mercy endures forever toward Israel. Then all the people shouted with a great shout when they praised the Lord. They shouted with a great shout when they praised the Lord because the foundation of the house of the Lord was laid. Let me read that last one again. Then all the people shouted with a great shout when they praised the Lord because the foundation of the house of the Lord was laid. Hey, our next installment in the series, the season finale, I want to talk to you from this thought. We only go up from here. Let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for this moment. And I pray today for clarity. I pray today that you would allow us to see and hear and sense all that is happening in the text, all that you are doing today in our lives. So my prayer is that you'll think through my mind, speak through my mouth. Give me clarity of thought and agility of wit. Allow me to talk in the power of the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name, amen. We only go up from here. Listen, with everything that happened last year, all the way up to the ending weeks, you know, uh, uh, like I said before, this is, has been, last year was the deadliest death toll or the deadliest year in the history of our country and I, I still trip out at that because you know with all the past things we've heard about the depression and malaria and smallpox and all of that you know you think that this kind of thing is back then but you know I, I'm thinking 
but we never see that again. But here we are. We're living in that. And the truth now is, I mean, at being 48, there's a chance that we could, I could see that again in my lifetime. It, it just depends. You never know. And so I am happy to know, and I keep saying this, that we have not stepped just into a new year, but I'm happy to know that we're stepping into a new season. And I pray that you are receiving that with faith and hearing that through prophetic ears. Uh, let he who has an ear hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. And so I believe that uh, this newness is an opportunity. It's a season, a window of opportunity that we have to seize. In our text today, we have the children of Israel uh, coming out of, these are the people who have been in captivity and you need to read Ezra and um, really kind of look at this story because they have been in captivity and God moved on the new king's heart to overturn when it was time to come out, overturn what the old king had said. And I love God because when God says, even though God allows us and sometimes says that we have to go through or we have to go in because of disobedience, when he says enough is enough, everybody else has to line up with what he says. Enough is enough. So the new king comes in and he says, we get ready to let these people go and we're going to send them out with some stuff. Give them all the articles that they had when we captured them and they went in. All of the stuff that they used to worship. I want you to let them have it. So these people come out and the temple itself had been decimated and there was nothing there. It was uh, in ruin, just rubble. And their heart was to build again God's temple. And I love it because although the temple had suffered um, demolition, the people of God still found it important to erect something for God. So here it is. They get an opportunity to do it again better. This is what this text screams to me every time that you get an opportunity, guys, to do it again better. And they said we are going to do it again. So this text to me uh, gives us some things that people who are going up. This text lays out a few things here that are important to have. You're going to have to possess this if you're going to go up. All right. So I don't have time to do a whole lot because I think I've been preaching a little long here. So I want to make sure that I get you out in a good time. So let me talk. Let me talk about it. People who are going to go up, there are three things here. Make sure I got three. It might be four. Three things <laughs> that you're going to have to have if you're going to go up from here. Okay. Now, listen, here's a good thing, though, of having a horrible year. The good thing in having a horrible year in 2020, can it get much worse than 2020? I mean, really? So you could only go up from here. And sometimes in the, the hardest moments of my life, I have to say to myself, if you can live through that, you surely can handle this. Yeah. And sometimes you got to call on those things to say, you know what? This was bad. So this right here, I could only go up from here. And so here it is in the text. I want to take a little a little time and look at uh, three things that people who are going up must have. Number one, you must have a willingness to work. 
Oh, Lord. <laughs> you would think, you know, you want to pass, right? Well, wait a minute. I just feel like we went through so much. We should just get a pass. No, no, no. You're still going to have to work. Watch what it says that Jehoshadak and the rest of the brethren, the priests and the Levites, and all who had come out of captivity to Jerusalem began to work. So listen, you can always tell people who have been delivered from a thing because when they come out, they want to go to work. Deliverance, when you have been in a bad situation and you come out of a situation, you know, like like women who have been abused and in domestic relationships, uh, domestic violent relationships, they come out and they say, I want to make sure we build something to teach other women and other young ladies that they don't have to deal with that. And so people who get delivered are people who come out with a strong work ethic. Listen, if you are still here and you are because you're listening to this, you made it through all of that mess from last year you have made it through to now you got to have something in you that says I'm ready to work what's next what can I put my hand to what do I need to invent what do I need to reinvent to be able to make an impact on society kudos to all the companies that pivoted all the individuals, not just companies, but individuals that said, I was doing this, but now I'm doing this because of uh, what the the uh, society or, or what everything is calling me to now. I had to shift. So people who come out got to be willing to work. And I want to encourage you that you need to that this season. Remember, now, this is a season of opportunity. You cannot lay back and feel like. I'm going to get this by chilling. You ready? I just want to make sure you, you no victim mentality here. No victim mentality. You survived. You do not survive a thing to lay back and be like, I was in that. I went through that. If you survived, move forward. Type in the chat, move forward. You're going to have to work. Type in the chat, work. Somebody type move forward. Somebody type work. You cannot be the victim here. As a matter of fact, if you're still here, you are the victor, not the victim. And you're going to have to get to work because people who have been delivered work. <laughs> yeah, man, I got to ride. Let's go. Let's go. Here's number two. So number one, you got to have you got you are people, people who are going up are people who are willing to work. Number two. Y'all ready for this one? People who are going up are people who act like it's already done. Look at verse 10. When the builders laid the foundation of the temple of the Lord, the priests stood in their apparel with the trumpets with the Le uh, of the Levites and the Levites and the sons of Asaph with the symbols to praise the Lord according to the ordinance of King David of Israel. So listen, people who are going up are people who are ready to act like it's already done. People who understand that moving forward, I got to have faith. Listen, I got to see it before I see it. And I got to I got to act like it's already done. Listen, listen, I got to save like it's already done. I got to stop spending like I'm going here. Y'all not hearing what I'm saying. People who are going up act like it's complete before it gets complete. You got to see it before you see it. Like it's already done. And it's amazing to me when you read this text, the way they come out, the priest fully dressed. 
the band, ready to go. Come on. Everybody, they didn't wait until the temple was totally complete to act like it was. And I want to encourage you that for the next season that we are in right now, you just can't keep laying around. You got to get up and act like it's already done. If you say to me, Pastor, I lost, lost my job during the pandemic. Okay, get up and get dressed like you used to go to work. Come on, you got to get up. You can't just act like, well, I just don't know. If you're going to feel sorry for yourself, yourself will always be sorry. So you're going to have to get up and put your clothes on, wash your face, do your hair, beat your face out. Come on, I can't, y'all not talking to me. Trim your beard and act like you headed somewhere. If you feel like this is the season where you're going to be the boss, get up and act like a boss. Set up your desk. Put your office together because this is where it happens. You, don't, you cannot go up if you're waiting for things to look like or to be what you want them to be. You have to think about how this is going to be. Now, let me operate, operate like this right now. Come on, let me, let, let me just let that sink in. Because these are God's people. And what they said was, we understand that when I work for God, I need to act like it's finished. Because it's going to be God that does the work anyway. So I'm going to praise you now. The hawkers used to say, don't wait till the battle is over. Shout now. If you feel like you're going to win, then act like now you're a winner. There's just certain things winners do. Come on, if you're going to go up from here, you got to have the discipline now before you get to the place, listen, that you need the discipline. Let me go back and say that again. You're going to have to have discipline now before you get to the place where you actually need the discipline. Y'all ready? Listen, listen. When we were, when we first started this, Vince was coming to the house. When I say this, meaning doing church online like this, Vince was coming to the house and we were uh, recording in the backyard. We were recording one sermon a week, right? And so my schedule with other things that I was doing work-wise got so heavy and got, it was just too much that I had to do work. And then I had to develop sermons. Then we had to go and execute that and record it. It was just a lot for me. And I told Vince, I was like, I just, I don't know if I can do this. So I started doing the live uh, sermons in the house on Sunday mornings. Because it was easier. It lifted pressure off of me. Because I could just, you know, study at the pace that I used to study and get up. And do how we used to go to church. I would get up if I wasn't totally finished everything or if there was something else stirring around in my spirit. I'd get up at 430 on Sunday mornings, finish it up, come into the service and preach it. So then I was like, I, you know, I want to be comfortable doing what I know to do and how I used to do it. So we just started doing I just started doing recordings in the house or should I say the live services in the house? But what? The opportunity I felt God pulling me forward to a place. And I knew that there was more and something else. There was a different way that God wanted us to do what we were doing. 
I didn't even know at that time about the place we're in right now. I didn't even know it existed, although the guys that own it and run it, I've been knowing them for 25 years and talked to them regularly, but didn't know. Watch. And so then God started saying to me, hey, you got to start changing because your prayers to me is that you want to speak at a different level in areas of not just church, but also business. And so if you want to do this the way you're asking me to open doors for you, you got to be ready now because right now you don't have the stamina. Right now, you don't have the focus and the discipline to do multiple places in one week. You, you don't have what it takes to fly from here to Africa and do a talk and then go over to New Zealand and do a talk and then come back and preach on Sunday morning. You don't have it. So what you going to do? Well, when this opened up, I said, I want to come here. Well, we don't get the opportunity, or at least we hadn't talked about it, of me getting up and coming here every Sunday morning to do this service. So we pre-record our services. The day is what? <laughs> Thursday? Today is Thursday. You're watching it on Sunday. But at this moment in the day, I, this is sermon number five in two days. Because God was saying to me, if you want me, because I got the power, Tim, to open the doors that you've been asking me to open, but you don't have the stamina to do it. And so you got to practice right now for where you say you want to go and you got to get up and you got to write and write and write and you got to deliver and you got to come in and preach multiple times in one day because I'm getting you ready to talk to multiple audiences in a week. Because if you want to go up, you got to operate like it's already done. And boy, am I tired. So listen, don't be calling the news on me when I'm traveling in a private jet to talk to another corporate office. Don't be calling the news. You know, that pastor over there got a jet. I am preparing for that now. I cannot do, I cannot fly commercial <laughs> and be in three places. I want to be like my friend Flavian. Flavian will leave Atlanta and go to Europe and preach in Europe and then be in Africa in two days. I said, you see more countries in a week than most people see cities in a week. And it's a different kind of stamina. And you listen, I'm just giving you that example only because God is saying to you, I can open the doors you've been praying for. I can give you what you've been asking for. But do you have the discipline to support what you're asking for? Are you working now like you're going to have to work then? Come on, I say it all the time. You can't, when it's time to be ready, you can't get caught getting ready when it's time to be ready. It's time to roll, dog. <laughs> I feel like I'm talking to the boys now. Talking to my boys. It's, it, it's time to roll. And so when it's time for you to run, you can't just say, wait a minute, I got to put my shoes on. Oh, wait, my shoes, I didn't know my shoes didn't fit. Wait, no, 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 no. God says, I got everything you've been asking for. I'm not creating the stuff that you're asking for, it's already created. 
The truth of it is I created it for you. But you slow on the draw because there's some stuff that you ain't built up yet to have it. <laughs> I got to go. So the first one is, hey, listen, if, you, if you're going up from here, you got to be a person that's willing to work. If you're going to go up from here, you got to be a person who's willing to act like it's already done. You really? You ready? And last one, if you're going to be a person that's going up from here, you got to be a person who can praise God at a concrete slab. Watch what the text says. And they sang responsively, praising and giving thanks to the Lord. What they said is, for he is good and his mercy endures forever toward Israel. Then all the people shouted with a great shout when they praised the Lord because the foundation of the house of the Lord was laid. Y'all, they had an out and out praise service because the concrete slab was laid. There were no walls, no windows, no pews. No seats, no offices, no juice, whatever it is that we got to have these days to have church. No cameras, no lights, no streaming. And they went in at an all, all out praise simply because the foundation was laid. But listen, we won't even praise God now at the finished product. <laughs> God blesses you and you just you just be like, thank you, Jesus. God, you've been good. They went all out music. They were dressed and they went all the way in shouting simply because the foundation was laid. Because what they said is we're going to praise you right here because we can only go up from here. This is what we need for the next level. This is what we need for the uh, next dimension. Greater works than these. Shall we do? Because this has been laid. And so we need, you got to be a person, if you're going to go up, that you can praise God when ain't nothing there but a dream. <laughs> when ain't nothing there but an idea. Ain't nothing there but a sketch. Ain't nothing there but a desire. And if you're going to go up from here, you got to be able to praise God when there's nothing to show for where you headed. That takes faith. That takes discipline. That takes consistency. I'm not talking about a regular old little pity pat. I'm talking about running around your house and thanking God as if it's already done. He laid, listen, listen, you got the degree? Worship him like you got the job that matched the degree. You ain't got it yet. They don't even know that you exist. But you got the degree in your hand. That's the foundation, baby. And you should praise God at every foundational moment. Man, I'm preaching real good right here. Every foundational moment in your life, you need to praise God like the end is here, like, the, like it's already created. Just at the foundational moment, you need to go in. And God says, if you're going to go up from here, this is what you need. The ability to praise God when it's just a dream. I remember that Vince would talk to me about his company, Life's Work, before he even had the company. He was talking about the company before he had even decided on the name. Before he had retired 
from the other job. Because you got to at some point, this thing has to be real. Even though you don't see it, it still has to be real to you. And God says, this is a season that if you'll embrace it like it already exists, worship me, praise me, pray like it already exists. You're going to see in this season that it will come to pass because you can only go up from here. Here's my question. Are you ready? Are you ready to go up? I wish I had Edge in here with me right now. We would see if you're really ready to go up because now would be a good time to just worship him and thank him just for the thought, just for the idea. Y'all don't hear me. Y'all don't hear me. Listen, listen. When we come in here and worship the way we've been worshiping here the last few weeks and recording it, it is an outworking of what I saw years ago. And I thank God years ago for what I'm seeing today. Even though from then into now, I've quit and closed the church a million times. But I worshiped him then for what I'm seeing now. And the best is yet to come. Because based on where we're going, where we are is just a concrete slab. Y'all not hearing what I'm saying. And I want to know, is there anybody in here with me, anybody watching with me that says, even though it's about to get better, I'll worship him right now like it's the best thing I've ever seen. Because Arubabel and them would ask, when Haggai started prophesying, he says, now, who of y'all remember the temple in its former glory? Same group of people. And then he asked the question, how do you see it now? Because the truth of it is, when he asked that question, it was less than what it used to be. But the word of God was coming to say, can you praise me here? Because understand this, it's going to be better than you've ever seen it. And we're not talking about in structure. We're talking about in influence. We're talking about in impact. Ooh, man, I got to go. I can't keep messing with y'all. I got to go. Listen, my heart's desire for you is that in this season, you recognize, that's why these 21 days are so important, that you recognize what God is doing, that you see it before you see it. That's, listen, that's why we're, we're talking about being sensitive to the Holy Spirit in this 21 days, because when you're sensitive to the Holy, Holy Spirit, you can discern it and see it spiritually before you see it spir uh, uh, physically. But you got to be tuned in to hear what he says to see what he's doing. And it's going to take some discipline. But I want to encourage you that based on where you've been and what you've just come out of, you can only go up from here. Just make sure you're doing what you need to do to go up from here. Let's pray together. Father, we thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for this, this kick in the pants, this encouragement that we need to move from where we were to where we're going, but to have enough spiritual connection and sensitivity to see it before we see it. I thank you, Lord, that the past is gone and the new has come and we are moving with you. Now, I pray, God, for the person that needs to make the decision for you today, that they will receive this movement into the new in Jesus' name, amen. Listen, y'all, I want to give you an opportunity to connect with the Lord Jesus Christ. Here is how we do it at Christ Centered. There's a number here on the screen. 
And if you want to give your, yourself, your life to the Lord Jesus Christ, I recommend you do. It's going to be life altering. It ain't always up. But the cool is when you're down, you're not down alone. And I'm going to give you an opportunity to do that the way we do it here. You can text new life to this number on the screen. And you will get someone who wants to show you what needs to happen in order for you to connect to the Lord Jesus Christ. You can text them. They'll respond to you. And if you allow them, they'll call you and talk to you. Also, if you want to be a member of this church, you can text the word connect and we'll get you connected to the right people and get you connected and plugged in here to Christ in the church as a member. I love the opportunity to be your pastor. We have fun at Christ in the church. So listen, thank you for being on today. I pray that this message has stirred you to see it before you see it, to operate at the foundational place. Operate like it's the finished product. Are you hearing me? You can't pray for a level of quality that you're not willing to start here. So I, I want you to hear that, receive that today. And I want to bless you and declare that you are ambassadors of Christ, that you leave this platform to seek and to save that which is lost. I declare in Jesus' name that everything your hands touch will prosper and every place the, the soles of your feet shall tread upon you shall possess. I declare that you are above only and not beneath. You're the head and not the tail. On your job, favor waits for you. You are not the problem, but the solution to the problem. I declare in Jesus' name that your home is established in peace, that your marriage is whole, healthy, and satisfied in the Lord Jesus Christ, and that your unmarried life, your single life, is whole, healthy, and satisfied in the Lord Jesus Christ. May the blessings of the Lord be upon you. Wholeness, benefit, prosperity, and favor. May they be yours both now and forever. Now go in peace, and the God of peace goes with you. And as always, thank you so much for watching today. I love you.